What you know you can't explain. But you feel it. You felt it your entire life. That there's something wrong. You don't know what it is, but it's there. Like a splinter in your mind driving you mad. Experience the awakening. Brilliant anonymous researchers. Join us in the Patriot Army. Trust the plan, pain coming. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go. RedStateTalkRadio.com Brighteon.tv Rumble.com Slash MG Show And won't be for everyone. That choice to know will be yours. Where we go, one we go all. Fight, 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 and fight we will. We fight every day right here on the MG Show. That, that really gets me every time. I love it. I love it. I just still can't get over it. Welcome to the MG Show. We are now live on X, the MG Show on X. Here is the link right here. Uh, we've got uh, 26 viewers. We had 3,000 viewers on our last show over there on X. Uh, if you could, please help spread that. We're also on Brighton.tv. Brighton.tv, we love you so very much. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, the plan, trust the plan, pain coming is you. You are the plan. You are the plan that needs to get Donald J. Trump elected. There's a lot of noise out there in regards to other candidates that might be going independent. And there's people that are uh, very uh, high up in this movement that will be turning uh, for that, guys. And, and we're here to tell you that Trump is the only way. We're also on rumble.com slash MG show. Welcome Rumbleites, the Rumblers, the Rumbleias. Shady Groove, welcome to the show. Oh my goodness. Thank you very much. Shot out of a cannon here on Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us. We the people are the cure, I think is what Jeff was trying to tell you there because all of us together, we are unstoppable. And let me tell you something, they're going to pull every trick out of the bag to try to trick you, to try to distract you, to try to deter you, to try to tell you things that aren't true or true. Over and over again, we are here to break narratives at the MG Show, and that's exactly what we intend to do again on this wonderful Thursday. Wow. So we got uh, Troy Nels making the rounds. Uh, he was over on another program saying that Trump is going to be the speaker. I like that idea. However, I'm not sure how realistic it is. Uh, we're going to look at uh, what Donald J. Trump said about the speakership uh obviously he wants to help the republican party just as you know you know we want to help trump 
uh, and we will support Trump in whatever he decides. But, you know, we're going to go. Uh, it looks like Donald J. Trump uh, posted something very interesting. And we want to go through that with you uh, today. Uh, and then we've got basically the FBI is targeting you. Uh, if you supported or voted for Donald J. Trump, you are now targeted. They are targeting MAGA supporters and voters, guys. This is also election interference and that cover up of their crimes continue. 100% exactly right. That is that is why you have to be on the ball. You have to be spot on and understanding what's going on because like I said, it's not just going to be the people on the left that are trying to trick you. It's going to be the people in the movement that are trying to trick you. It's going to be the politicians that are trying to trick you. It's going to be the uh, the uh, people that are in positions of, of, uh, of uh, corporate power are going to try to trick you. Every single aspect of this reality wants Donald Trump to stop and we want the opposite. Yeah, we want to keep going. And, and, you know, when the FBI does come and knock on your door and ask why you voted for Trump, you can tell them because I use Field of Greens. Fieldofgreens.com. <laughs> it's real, it's organic, and it's a superfood. It will get you your five to six cups of vegetables every day because vegetables, Shady. Not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan either. Cooking all those vegetables, slaving in the kitchen. I just, just put a cup full of this and some water and boom, I'm done. And it helps your metabolism. It helps you get some energy. It helps you get to the gym. It helps you go out and walk your dog. Whatever you can do for your health is what you need to do. And we'll get you started with 15% off at fieldofgreens.com using code MGSHOW. Fieldofgreens.com using code MGSHOW. And if your doctor doesn't say, hey, keep up what you're doing, you're looking great. I'll give you your money back, Shady Groove. Absolutely. They stand behind their product. That is why we stand behind them. And that is also why we greatly appreciate Field of Greens using code MG Show, being an actual sponsor of this broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is a, a, a really a, a great thing for us here at the MG Show and as well as a great thing for you because guess what? Whenever you get the proper nutrition each day, your brain works better so you can make better decisions. And you can do 342 hours of this show on the day. <laughs> Shady Group, this is the 171st episode. Times two is what? 342? 342 two. hours. We've done 342 hours of broadcasting, Shady. Pretty incredible, my friend. Like, that is uh, just this year, buddy. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> uh Chatelet says, I like veggies, but I also like Field of Greens. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, we had Independent Sentinel. I'm a fan of Field of Greens. Uh, not a fan of vegetables, but I'm a fan of the MG Show, says Eddie Mike. Get your Field of Greens, fieldofgreens.com, using code MG Show, and we'll be right back after these boom messages. Hello, this is Jeff Peterson from the MG Show. Uh, Shady and I are so thankful to our viewers and listeners on the podcast and rumble.com slash MG show live 12 PM to 2 PM East and brighton.tv. If you guys want to help support this show, please help us with the sponsors, my pillow, sovereign advisors, etc. We want to make sure that you understand the best way for you to help our show because we are not funded by Pfizer. We're funded by you. And this is citizen journalism, independent citizen journalism. This is the best way to support us. This is our mg.show slash donate site uh this 17 dollar a month one is really awesome i don't know why i like that number then there's also that's recurring then there's also one-time donation and there are other ways to donate as well 
uh, use buy, buy us a coffee and give, send, go. But please, we really need your help to fight this battle every day and bring you content on our website. We've got a new blog too. So get over there, check out the content that we're delivering to you every day. Thank you guys, God bless. The Brighteon store understands the importance of getting all the nutrients you need to support the healthy functions of your body. Our nutrient-dense superfoods and supplements can help nourish your body and promote your optimal health and well-being. 100% customer satisfaction guarantee on all purchases. You deserve the best. BrighteonStore.com support this amazing platform and amazing patriots for humanity. Use promo code MGSHOW at checkout for additional savings. Over the last 20 years, with all your support, we've been able to not only launch the original MyPillow, but also the MyPillow mattress topper, Giza Dream bed sheets, my slippers, and the MyPillow bath towels. But there's so much more. In fact, we have over 200 products, and I'm so confident that you'll love each and every one of them that when you go to MyPillow.com now, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20 just for checking out the website. No purchase necessary. Get everything from MyPillow blankets, sleepwear, kitchen towels, mattresses, duvets, pet beds, body pillows, comforters, couch pillows, bathrobes, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. And remember, just for checking out MyPillow, Com, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20. No purchase necessary. This is a limited time promotion, so go to MyPillow.com now. And welcome back to the MG Show. Shady, what is uh, MyPillow? What's the number? The number is 1-800-873-0478 at MyPillow to support MG Show using code MG Show over there on the MyPillow website. Thank you guys so much for supporting Mike Lindell and uh, Christmas season rolling back around everybody. So maybe it's uh, time to start getting some early bird Christmas gifts done. Yeah. And time to, you know, support Mike Lindell and his business. You know, he's a great Patriot. You know, he is standing up for what he believes in and he's getting hammered. Um, right now I want to just uh, real quick touch on this at the end of the show, it was 20 minutes until the EBS and, uh, guess what? Chuck I'm still in the hair. microwave. No, Chuck got his hair back. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, but this is where we're at, guys. They're coming. The, the narratives are coming, guys. Look out. Look at cover. Is where the narratives go to die, guys. Uh, the EBS happened yesterday. Boy, I tell you, people were really scared about this EBS. Um, you even have uh, shills. Uh, changing this to presidential alert, acting like it's Donald Trump in charge. This It said national alert. This is a test of the National Wireless Emergency Alert System. They do this every couple of years. That's why it was a Delta on a Q post. Um, but, you know, guys, the purpose of this is to maintain and improve the alert and warning capabilities at the federal, state, local, tribal, and territorial love levels and to evaluate the nation's public alert and warning capabilities. No action is required by the public. Um, but the narrative surrounding this thing was insane, ridiculous, and I'm sorry you guys all fell for it. Uh, I hear even some guy in America, some man, uh, was uh, talking about it. So I'm just going to say this. Hey, psyopers, nothing happened. How about that, Shady? I think that that's a good way to put a nice little uh, uh, bookend on the topic because it's uh, the whole thing was absurd. And it's all – you're going to notice this going in, everybody. They are going to be throwing this stuff at you. It's for you. They're Shady. throwing this. Uh, hello. 
they're throwing this stuff yeah. at you so so that you look nuts to your friends, everybody. I just want to say that. That's is exactly what the plan for the uh, the establishment is, is to make you look as crazy as possible. And it's just really interesting the amount of people that are willing to participate with some of this nonsense out there. Hey, you know, I mean, we've all been seeing clickbait our whole life, but this has kind of reached a new level, a new fever pitch of moronacy. Yeah. Uh, Red Pill Pusher didn't fall for the garbage. Maybe it's because I quit following all the people that push that garbage. Uh, God bless you, Red Pill Pusher, and welcome to the show. Uh, and JFK Jr. was in charge of it, <laughs> LOL. Uh, you know, this is the stuff that make you look stupid, uh, and us, and this movement. And uh, I will have no part of it. Uh, and somebody asked us, uh, who was it here? It was, how can we support uh, Mike Lindell? Go to MyPillow.com and use code MGSHOW, and it'll get you a big discount, and it'll help this show and Mike Lindell and his beautiful employees that are of every uh, Republican, you know, the Democrat. They're, they're just people that work, guys, and they're just trying to, to stop them hard. 800-873-0478 is the number Got as it. well. Yep. Yep. All right, guys. So, uh, you know, we got that done. You know, uh, <laughs> overrated said, I had my headphones on listening to some old MG show. Thank you very much. Yes, InfoWars was also on that. InfoWars is on the plan for RFK Jr. as well. The whole network is. We will not speak about RFK Jr. going independent because that takes Trump voters away. Do you understand, folks? This is not a game. This is that they're very well planning this out and it's leaders in this movement that are steering you that way, guys. And and uh, we're here to tell you that this show is 100 percent Donald J. Trump for 2024. Shady Groove. Yeah, they're trying to undermine, you know, they're 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 trying to undermine Donald Trump. They are not trying. Let me tell you this again. They are not trying to undermine Joe Biden with RFK Jr. They are trying to undermine Donald Trump. We, who knows what's going to happen with Joe Biden and who knows who they're getting ready to what, what they're getting ready to do, because it's not going to be Joe Biden. I'm pretty sure that it's going to be someone else and they're going to pull some sort of shenanigans in the Democrat mm -hmm. Party. They're not going to include RFK Jr. And they haven't been including RFK Jr. because he is the middle ground, the Ross Perot of the situation so that they can pull as many people from the Republican side as possible. They spent a good long time during Q convincing all of you to worship JFK Jr. and the Kennedy family as a build up to this. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, you know, I. I'm sorry, guys. I know there's people that we uh, respect uh, going for it, uh, but I don't respect that. I know about his Second Amendment stance. I know he's uh, he's not who you think he is. Uh, what is he somewhat anti-vax? Yes, I believe he is. Uh, but he but that's you know, that's not why we need to get RFK Jr. in. We need to get Donald J. Trump. He's a businessman. He understands how to get. Look at the proven track record, guys. Proven track record are you better track off record. now are you better off now nope nobody or were you is. better off under trump? yeah yeah not one He's person can grab. say they're better off now than they were under trump yeah. no one can say that simply because the metric is supposed to be the economy we're paying what two three times the amount for gasoline every uh, inflation is up to like seven eight percent everything that you buy in the grocery store is 15 to 20 percent more at minimum and meanwhile, by the way, there's no inflation in Ukraine. Meanwhile, by the way, there's no inflation in Russia at all. Eggs are still a dollar a, a dozen there, and milk is still $2 a gallon. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, Trump did, in fact, let's go over to Trump as speaker. This is, uh, <laughs> we do a little trolling, Shady. This is called, <laughs> we do a little trolling. Uh, and that's amazing there. I, I mean, I love it. You know, this is good. I mean, it, it's, it's making people's head pop, and I love it. Uh, and, um, you know, we're just looking at Donald J. Trump a little bit and what he's, uh, you know, trying to do. Oh, yeah. So nobody, uh, you know, uh, he's talking about the trial in New York City uh, brought to by racist A.G. Letitia James, who convinced the highly partisan Democrat judge in charge of the case at Mar-a-Lago, not only worth $18 million, when it was worth 50 to 100 times that amount, should be dismissed in that peekaboo and the judge fraudulently reduced the value of Mar-a-Lago and other assets in order to make their fake case more viable. This is yet another witch hunt for the purposes of election interference. Letitia is a dirty cop who is driving business out of New York in record numbers. She should be impeached for falsification of documents, Mar-a-Lago value being the prime example. Another murder just took place in New York while she sits in a courtroom and sleeps. Which is what she was doing yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not important Crazy. enough to stay awake and pay attention to what's going on. And even, you know, even the judge I heard was asking what in the world is taking so long. So it's very interesting, the uh, muddiness of all of this, because really, effectively, all they're trying to do is in, in, uh, in, in, uh, insinuate that Mar-a-Lago isn't valued at what it's supposed to be valued so that they can change the amount that he could claim that it's valued. It's literally nothing that they are doing they're doing nothing except for getting in the way of maga so election interference is what they're doing yeah somebody says we need to talk to mike adams at uh brighton uh we are on brighton mike adams is is uh is a great person and he, he certainly has his opinion we're just saying that we are not backing rfk jr it's pretty simple we're backing donald j trump and he is allowed and he allows us on his platform to talk uh, how we feel as well. You know what I'm saying? And that's what freedom of speech is about. Yeah, I mean, that's what freedom of opinion is about as well. And that is actually what we really need to encourage is more dialogue. The dialogue, okay, yeah. you know, it's like I have, you know, again, I have no issue with anybody that disagrees with me about anything. What's very interesting mm -hmm. is everybody is over-concerned about my opinion about something and acting like that I'm not allowed to have the opinion that I have. Meanwhile, they're telling me what opinion that I should have which is uh, effectively tyranny. Yeah, yeah, I don't want tyranny. Uh, and so let's go back to Trump speaker. Check this, this out. Picture online today. This is a picture of himself holding the speaker's speaker, gavel. Again, anyone gavel. outside of Congress can take this role. And Trump already has at least three members, <clears throat> Nell Stubbe and Marjorie Taylor Greene, that are ready to nominate him. Posted this picture. Wow, so he's got three out of 220, Shady. Well, the point that I want to make to everybody is something that I saw Marjorie Taylor Greene say yesterday, which I immediately didn't like, which she is basically saying that I am only going to vote for Trump as speaker, guys. You can't say that. You can't do that. We've only got five people. We've only got five people that are uh, a five-person majority in the House of Representatives. If five people in that majority decide that they are only going to vote for one candidate, then you, you can't get anybody in a speaker. This looks like they're trying to clog up the, the drain again. Yeah. yeah. And maybe, you know, that's their plan. I don't know. Um, but what I want to do is I want to go forward and talk a little bit about um, how 
Donald J. Trump and, and what he did. He posted uh, this right here. This is uh, from uh, Paul Ingracia Substack, The Impotence of the Right. And I think, uh, you know, most people will not read it. Uh, they'll just go, oh, look, uh, Trump posted it. There it is. Uh, I'm not going to click on it. I'm not going to read it. But this is something very important to read. Um, and it's, uh, it's, we're going to go through it today because it basically tells you what Donald Trump is thinking. Okay. So we were kind of saying, Hey, you know, he's got, he's got a case in New York and he's tied up and they did this vote. You know, one person can stand up and remove the speaker of the house. So let's, let's just, so keep in mind, Donald J. Trump posted this shady groove. This is the impotence of the right. Two case studies of political power were on display Monday, a left hell-bent on persecuting its political enemies and a right more interested in political theater than retributive politics, okay? All right, so here it is, Shady Groove, and uh, please consider uh, upgrading your subscription to Paul, uh, but here it is right here. I'm going to go ahead and continue reading. Uh, Shady Groove, why don't you take on Monday? Okay. On Monday, two distinct models of political power were on display in New York. A radical left-wing judge called Arthur Enegron summoned the 45th president to trial, flashing a ghoulish grin for the cameras, ebullient over his 15 minutes of fame that for a snapshot in time raised him from the trenches of oblivion to a national hero for the enemies of the republic. Enegron was a judicial appointee of disgraced former governor Andrew Cuomo who in office lorded over New York state with the panache of a tin pot despot. Ingeron, following the governor's dictatorial lead, similarly pledged to be judge, jury, and executioner. His court would transform into a political gulag, and he would play the leading role, targeting his sights on Donald Trump, who in this macabre of dramatization became the sacrificial lamb for Washington's ruling class, which to this day remains hell-bent on quashing him and the movement for which he stands once and for all. Ingeron's performance was, among other things, an essay in political power, and particularly unchecked political power that might at best occasionally be responded to with milk toast yapping by the pretend opposition, which never does anything to meaningfully undo the aggressive and unprecedented measures taken by the left against our rights, due process of law, the Constitution in recent years. The fact alone that a president of the United States who currently leads his opponents by 50-point margin in the presidential primary is currently facing trial on four independent investigations for alleged crimes he committed both before and during office should be enough to sound the alarm bells for every American who still cherishes the idea of freedom. Once you scratch the surface, once you scratch below the surface, the facts get even worse. A judge believes he can circumvent the law or circumvent the rule of law and the laws of supply and demand in the process by arbitrarily ascribing a scandalously low valuation to Mar-a-Lago for no reason other than to humiliate Trump. This trial, to the extent it can be even called that, will, if successful, be the death knell for justice in America. This is very important, and, he, and he's very right about this. A system so blinded by pathological hatred and hubris that it can no longer fairly apply very basic questions of law and fact. Even in the most likely scenario where President Trump prevails, the fact that it has gotten this far in the first place that President Trump has to suffer the indignity of being flown into New York City to stand trial against a vindictive attorney general in Letitia James 
someone who in a normal society should never be anywhere close to the levers of American jurisprudence, being wholly incapable of meeting the duties that her solemn oath requires will render irreversible damage upon the judicial system. But the institutional harm is worth it for James at all, who may never fully grasp the consequences of their bald-faced power grabs. But but who do know who who do who do know how to operate by a primitive type of justice benefiting the most barbaric societies? That which pits friends against enemies. Donald Trump has crusaded against Washington's uniparty in the enemy par excellence in the eyes of the deep state. This is why they will stop at nothing, throwing history and legal precedent out in the process to bring him to heel, even shamelessly indifferent to being seen as fools by the rest of the world. What they do understand, however, is how to effectively wield political power. Once they obtain power, they use it to further expand their influence by punishing any and every political enemy along the way. And by any means necessary, making up rules on the fly and forcing their opponent's hand to submissively abide by the new laws to damning implications. This is where it gets juicy. As this was playing out, some 300 miles south, other, another kind of political drama was unfolding. Only this one, unlike Ngoron's example, was an essay in incompetence, charade, and weakness. Matt Gates, who has repeatedly pledged over months now how to hold Speaker Kevin McCarthy accountable if he failed to adhere to the January compromise that only narrowingly garnered him enough votes to the speakership, has been teasing all week long that he would fully he'd finally go nuclear and oust McCarthy from office. The problem, however, is that Gates likely overplayed his hand. All the grandstanding, rather than being a great display of strength, looks feckless and unserious to McCarthy who has more than enough votes to retain his position, even likely some of the Democrats, if need be. There have been several times over the past 10 months in which McCarthy expressly reneged on his January promise by continuing the spending resolutions rather than breaking them down line, line item as Gates requested, without the threat of motion to vacate. Gates may now be serious about his motion to vacate, which he exercised Monday evening, but it is likely too little too late as it stands the omnium omnibus spending bill which avoids shutdown by continuing to fill the coffers of lawmakers and finance disastrous overseas wars already garnered enough votes to pass in the house and is now being reviewed in, on the senate floor where it will have much easier time passing mccarthy has cemented his dominance relative to gates who is gasping at straws who's grasping at straws now to use any leverage that might come from the former revoking his January promise based on the numerous times he did so already without the motion to being exercised. The motion to vacate was a once-in-a-generation kind of political weapon. If strategically adopted, it could have turned the most humble congressman into a force to be reckoned with. In theory, it allowed any disgruntled member of Congress to completely reset the table on how the House speakership, on the House speakership, and while McCarthy's support may appear formidable, anyone who has spent time in Washington knows full well that political loyalty is the most fickle commodity. Whenever given a clean slate, a 90% share of support can be swept away instantly, reshuffling the deck chairs and allowing previously unseen possibilities to emerge to the surface. Alas, the Gates' gambit likely failed where Engoron succeeded. 
a post-mortem assessment of these two juxtaposing case studies would reveal one party that shrinks at the shrieks uh, shrinks at the mere thought of using political power not knowing what to do in the rare situation should it find itself with an opportunity to use it and another party that has an insatiable appetite for power resorting to any means necessary rule changes unprecedented legal tactics even prosecuting a political opponent and perhaps more to keep and uh, and augment that power these clashing visions speak to the ultimate reason why the right is largely impotent in comparison to the left. Gates's failure to deploy a once-in-a-generation political weapon effectively and strategically is an indictment of not just his capabilities as a politician or leader, but also demonstrates why nobody else has been able to dethrone President Trump. Despite all, despite all of the all-out attacks by the deep state against him in the Republican Party, he is the only person on the right who has thus far managed to play the left's own game and wield power confidently and effectively once given it. That is why history will remember him as this generation's most powerful political phenomenon, probably the only politician from this most degraded era that history will remember at all, and is the reason why he will be back in the Oval Office come January 2025. Interesting article that Trump reposted, Shady Groove. Yeah, very interesting article. And uh, just so the audience knows, that article was posted the day, uh, was written, I think the day before that the, the vote was actually held that Matt Gates did what, what he did. But you can see there, the, the person that's writing the article had a lot of the same concerns that I uh, espoused about what is going on, because this is literally throwing a bomb in the room. It's upsetting the whole system. And I know a lot of people are uh, very excited about that. But the reality of the situation is Matt Gates came out and used a bunch of Democrats to do it. Now it's coming out that uh, the uh, all the stuff that happened with Nancy Pelosi and the uh, office stuff and everything that was going on after that, McCarthy made deals with them to keep the offices. And there's a bunch of stuff that was going on in the background that, hey, look, it, it's it's terrible. It's not good. He shouldn't be doing that. But our, our, our power isn't in removing him. Our power is in uh, uh, moving him into the right position with the uh, with the other people in Congress. And instead, Matt Gates utilized and wielded the power of the Democrats. Yep. And Simon Silva says that uh, I respectfully disagree with Trump reposting that article because I don't really care about Donald Trump. Mr. Gates was right. He drew out in a unipart. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't say that, but Trump did post this article and Trump did read it and he posted it on his truth social. So Simon Silva says, I respectfully disagree with the article. Mr. Gates was right. He drew out the open in the uniparty, the people who are controlled by the lobbyists. Um, and if you don't think that Matt Gates is controlled by the lobbyists, you have another thing coming. Shady Groove. Or, or, or the whole, uh, the whole Democrat left, um, you know, that that's where the, the lobbyists have their power. And I would just like to, uh, reiterate, like how in the world would he have done this without them? Um, you know, it's like, the, he, it, it's a, it's a, anybody in the Republican caucus could have made a motion to vacate at any time and used the Democrats to throw them out and probably got five or six Republicans to go along with it. You know, it's like, this is not. This is not, the, it's not the big show that everybody thinks it is. Like Matt Gates is kind of making this um, about himself instead of about the, the corruption, which is the problem here. Yeah, uh, we'll be right back after this commercial. Nothing gets to you, staying fresh, staying cool, with mentos fresh and full of life. 
Oh get my your god, Mentos that guy drives code. Get Jeez. your Mentos Jersey code MG show, everybody. Oh my god, <laughs> that's we funny. have a new sponsor. Yeah. I mean, you know, so basically what we're seeing is Donald J. Trump uh, had a, that was a good analysis of, of both the parties uh, wielding of power. Uh, and it looks like that, you know, Matt Gates may have messed up, guys. I mean, you know, that's that's all I'm trying to say. Uh, Donald J. Trump did go ahead and put that out there uh, and we have to pay attention to it. That's all we're doing. We're just reading okay. the news. Um, you may agree with Matt Gates and I may agree with Matt Gates. I'm just reporting the news coming from a neutral area here, guys, because that's how we have to maintain, I guess, Shady. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, we still don't have a speaker. Well, well, we, well, that that's exactly right. You know, what's happened has happened. We maintain that neutral ground and uh, good luck to him. The, uh, you know, the, the concern that I had uh, before this happened was the idea of how can we get all these people to agree on a new speaker? They're not going to be any Democrats that are going to go along with you voting for a new Republican speaker, by the way. So let's, let's see how it works out. We're going to, we're going to uh, be very neutral in the situation, but unfortunately I think that this is going to be a little bit tougher than a lot of other people think to get someone else back in that seat. And just so everybody yeah. knows that the new speaker's basic job is to just get another speaker in there. So we're going to be tied up with that for a while. Right. And uh, this is another thing that Donald Trump said that we have to listen to. This is who I listen to, Donald Trump. I don't listen to anybody in general or anybody else. <laughs> Trump says, Donald J. Trump says today at 5.38 a.m., I am running for president. Okay. Have a 62-point lead over Republicans and I'm up uh, on crooked Joe Biden. Despite the Democrat Party's massive lawfare, weaponization, election interference efforts by 4 to 11 points, but will do whatever is necessary to help with the Speaker of the House selection process. Short term, until the final selection of a great Republican Speaker is made. A Speaker who will help a new but highly experienced President, me, make America great again. That's what I listen to. Right. That's where we should be focused. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I just feel like, you know, like, uh, like I said, that, like the, the, this, this chaos that is, that is being thrown upon us right now in the Republican party. Um, I mean, I, I, I would encourage some of you that are uh, all for this to go look at what the left is saying about you right now and the way that they're acting because they're acting like they won here. Yeah. So, uh, Sperry says that we are on the wrong side of this. Uh, he says, uh, Sperry says, and I've never heard of Sperry before, but you guys are on the wrong side of this. McCarthy out is the best thing ever. I, I, I understand, but, but, but having, having a speaker is better than not having a speaker considering all the investigations that are going on and everything that is happening. And I, I understand that if, if, if within the next week or two, they can agree and they can come to a 218 vote and they get another speaker in there and we move forward. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm open and objective. I just don't think that they can do it. I don't think that they can get 218 people to agree on anyone. And so until they yeah. do that, we are, we've effectively just handed over the only lever of government the Republicans had control of, which was the House of Representatives. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting, guys. You know, I just, you know, we're here to, you know, we report the news, guys, and that's what we do. And we have no speaker and we're following Donald J. Trump. Uh, and we need to understand that. 
guys. I mean, that's that's where we're at. And um, I, you know, I know Trump is trolling right now, and I love it. I think it's great uh, trolling about the speaker, and that's what he's supposed to do. That's you know, you know, we're supposed to uh, support our president, Donald J. Trump. So he's also worried about his AG case, guys. And here we are worried about you know a speaker, you know, that kind of takes the 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 focus off the Bankman Freed case. Do you guys know about that? I mean. You know, what are we talking about? What's our movement focused on right now? Just yeah. ask yourself some questions. Are we really helping out? Well, that, 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 that is the question that, that is, uh, that, that I was trying to bring up the idea that this is, this is the, at this moment, at this time, after you had a negotiation that prevented the government from being shut down, like I said yesterday, I would have rather them just shut the government down. Than, than yeah. to have done this. This would have been more of an effective process. I saw somebody out there saying, oh, well, you don't, don't you realize that two thirds of the people have to be thrown out of government? I, I don't understand your point. Like th th there's nobody out here throwing people out of government guys. Like, th like uh, stop with the nonsense. Mm. Yeah. And here's another one. Uh, AJ Jones, A Jones says, so keep the trader that did do nothing while there's that doesn't make no sense either. I understand that completely. Look, I see all the points of views. I do. I believe that uh, they didn't leverage the House of Representatives as the purse. Uh, we, yep. we in the House, them in the House of Representatives controls the money. They didn't mm -hmm. do that effectively. Um, so we don't know what kind of deals that McCarthy had, but you see now that you know Nancy Pelosi is gone and now they're building border walls. I mean, there's some interesting things happening uh, in regards to this, but uh, it, it's it it wasn't the American people that did it. It was eight Republicans, eight. And yeah, yeah. And and let's also mention, you know, you talk about you know Kevin McCarthy. Like I said, I'm no fan of Kevin McCarthy. The guy, the guy is is, is a snake in the grass. I, I completely think he's a snake in the grass. And the uh, the situation now it looks like that Kevin McCarthy was very relaxed going into this vote because he had some sort of agreement with Nancy Pelosi to keep that office. That if uh, if the vote to vacate ever came up. It, uh, she, he would get Democrat support and they wouldn't be able to actually throw him out as speaker. So, you know, that's not good. And I don't like that. And I don't like to hear that. I don't like to know that, but it seems like that it's true, but it's something that is a uh, kind of a misnomer in the whole dynamic of everything that we're watching, because what have we done? Kevin yeah. McCarthy trusted Nancy Pelosi and then they threw him out. So she effectively generated the chaos. Yeah. And, and we we totally understand the different sides of this issue. We get it. I get it. Uh, but I do want to point this out. Uh, Goth77 uh, says, you guys are doing the right thing by keeping it real. Respect. Thank you very much. We're just trying to keep it real. So now we've got Jim Jordan, right, threw his hat in the ring. We've got mm -hmm. um, uh, Scalise threw his hat in the ring. And Trump is, you know, looming over as well. Uh, so let's right. listen to... Let's listen. Let's listen to uh, Rep. Jordan on his bid to become the next speaker. Changed your mind to say I I want to be speaker. You need someone who can unite the conference, and I think just as importantly, unite the conservative and Republican movement across this country. Uh, that's what I think I can do. That's why I'm running for the job. I like the job I had. Uh, chairman of the Judiciary Committee, Chairman of the Select Committee on the Weaponization of Government, doing the work there. 
but I do think we have to have someone who can bring our team together. I think I'm best equipped to do that. The eight people who voted in a way that I, I disagreed with, yeah. we got to bring them into the fold. I think I'm best equipped to do that so that we can then go do the things we told the American people we would do for them. And the first thing I would focus on, the very first thing I would focus on is one sentence. No money can be used to process or release into this country any new migrants. You have to change the equation. You have to stop what's going on there in Texas and across our country. That is the first bill we should do. Attach that to a spending bill and get that done for the America. And everyone knows this is the central issue. Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, is in Latin America as we speak because this problem is so big. We need to address that. We need to get the Democrats on board to do what their constituents want them to do as well. You shouldn't be penalized for the good job that you did on judiciary because people, Americans, the Republicans love to see what you're doing to go after the Biden family and get to the bottom of of what they have done with their taxes, if they've done anything wrong, if it was pay for play and all of that kind of thing. But if you do leave, if you become speaker and you have to leave judiciary, what will happen to that committee now? Will those investigations still continue? They sure will. We've, we, we've been working with the speaker's office all along. Many times you have to consult House counsel when you're doing all these depositions, all these subpoenas that get sent out. So we, we've had that already happen. If, in fact, I get the privilege of being the next speaker of the House, we will continue to work with the team on judiciary and oversight and ways and means as we do our investigative work, as we do our constitutional duty of oversight of the executive branch. That will continue. In fact, I was in a deposition. I was in a deposition two days ago with the U.S. Attorney from the District of Columbia, Matthew Graves, who declined to partner with David Weiss. I was in that deposition when all this was happening here um, in the House. So yes, that, that has to continue because that's our job. Uh, you know, Mr. Jordan, that uh, moderates have said, they've been very vocal, they will not vote for anybody unless they change that rule on one vote can get somebody uh, vacated from the seat, which is essentially how the uh, capital coup happened the other day. So moderates want to change the rule but for conservatives, that is a deal breaker. So, and there is, I was reading this morning in Axios, I believe, there is uh, expectations are at rock bottom that the civil war between the many factions of the Republican Party can be fixed by next week. Well, we have to fix it. And I said this on the House floor on January 3rd when I nominated Speaker McCarthy. I said it a couple of days ago. Any differences that exist in the Republican Party pale pale in comparison to the differences between us and the radical left, which now unfortunately controls the Democrat party. We had better stick together. We had better come together to fight for the things that make our country the greatest nation ever and the things the American people elected us to do. Again, I think I, I can do that. If, that, if the conference wants that rule changed, I'm not, if I'm speaker, I'm not gonna go to Democrats to get that done. No, no way. We will have to decide as 222 Republicans, are we going to change that? That's the only way it gets done if that's what the conference wants. Mm -hmm. So that's something that has to, again, you have to bring the team together. That's what we have to focus on so that we can help the American people and do what we said we were going to do. Lawrence? Yeah. Congressman, I'm here with the folks from the great state of Texas. They want to know if you guys are going to start fighting for them, like the unity is okay, but at what cost are you guys going to start doing the things that y'all said are going to balance budgets, getting this crime under control, the inflation that's wrecking them. And of course the border has hit Texas so much. So what is the yeah. plan to get the caucus in line with the conservative agenda that all of you guys ran on? 
You, you take the case to the American people. You tell the American people, we've passed so many good, we've already sent over the border security immigration enforcement legislation. You go to the American people and you say, tell the United States Senate to take up that legislation. Now they might amend it, they might make changes to it, then it comes back, you go to conference committee, and then you have a, a final package that you vote on. That's how our system works. But we got to take the case to the American people so they put the pressure on the United States Senate to do their job and get past the things that we need to get past. And in divided government, we're not going to get everything, but we have to go fight for what we want so we get most of what we want or part of what we want. But right now, we're not getting any of that because they won't take up the legislation. They won't do their job. So that is how you... That's how our system works. Mm -hmm. The greatest system ever. It's cumbersome, but it's the best. Let's use the system that we have, our government system, our legislative system, to get those things done. We've already sent it there. Take up the bill, Chuck Schumer. Deal with the legislation. Send it back to us, and we'll figure out the differences and get something done for the American people. So Thomas Massey, Daryl Issa, Mike Carey have all, uh, have all said they're going to support you right off the bat. So why are you better than somebody I know you like, Steve Scalise? who seems to be the next in line. Uh, and you're right, Steve Scalise is a friend of mine. We, it's Kevin and Steve and I, we all came in the same Congress. Uh, Steve's an American hero. But again, I think I'm better, better equipped to unite the conference, bring the conservatives along that I'm close to with the moderates. I've had great conversations with the moderates. Jeff Andrew, Jeff Andrew is supporting me. Jeff Andrew was a Democrat five years ago. Switch party is now a great member of our conference. He's supporting me. I think we can do that. That's what we have to do so that we can get to the real goal, which is those things we told the American people we were going to do for them. You know, we've, we've watched Joe Biden. He came out of Afghanistan and, and thought, told, told everyone that was a success. Then with the border, he says it's not a crisis. It's, it's secure. The border's not open. And now they're saying we have to build a wall. They ran on never building a wall. We will not build a wall. And this morning, you have his team. Mayorkas yep. is saying there's an acute and immediate need to construct physical barriers and roads to prevent unlawful entries. Why change his tune now? Because Democrats are telling because the problem is so severe, the problem is so serious, they're not doing the right thing. They're not doing what President Trump said we should have been doing all along, what we were doing. So that, that's how bad this situation is. And again, if we can pass the legislation that I think fundamentally changes the equation, when we say you cannot use American tax dollars to allow any more migrants to come and you stop the problem, and then you deal with what's happened already. That's how you that's how you fix things. And so that's what we need to do. Well, let's talk a little bit about aid for Ukraine, because there are a number of conservatives who say in your conference that they will sink any candidate for speaker who does support aid for Ukraine. So where are you on that? I've been clear all along. Why should we be sending American tax dollars to Ukraine when we don't even know what the goal is? No one can tell me what the objective is. Is it, is it some kind of negotiated peace? Is it driving them out of the Eastern Ukraine? Is it driving them out of Crimea, which they've had for 10 years now, but they took during the Obama administration? What is the objective? And so until you can tell me the goal, I don't think we should continue to send money there, particularly when we have the problems we have on our border. So that's fundamental. Uh, I just think that's front and center. And then second, how is the money that's already been sent? How, is it, how has it been spent? Right. What kind of waste is going? Those are two fundamental questions that I think the American taxpayers want to know the answers to before they send any more of their hard-earned money there, particularly you're sending money there to protect Ukraine's border when right. we got the situation we have on our border. So sure. those are the fundamental questions that we should get answered before we even think about sending more money. Lawrence? So, Congressman, uh, the last two times I remember talking to you before, you said you didn't want the job. You didn't want it. Many people tried to get you to 
run for the speaker's post. So why now? Why is it the moment for Jim Jordan to lead the conference? Because somebody has to bring our team together. Because if we don't come together, we're not going to get done what the American people know needs to be done, what's good for our nation. Somebody has to do it. I think I'm equipped to do it. That's why I'm running. I think I'm equipped to go take the message to the American people about why what we're doing is so darn important. It's, it's really, those are the two fundamental questions. Who can unite the team and who can go take our message to the people? That's, that's what this election's about. And I hope my colleagues will support me. And that's what, that's what I'm asking and talking to them with all day long. So much so I'm already starting to lose my voice. All right, so, so uh, Congressman, let me ask you a scenario. You're trying to get these appropriate, you become speaker next week. The appropriations bills aren't done. The deadline is here. Do you do a deal to keep the government open for an additional CR? Or do you do a deal with Democrats? Or do you let the government shut down? I think the first thing you do is you pass the bipartisan bill that's in the Senate. We take that bill up here in the House and we pass it. It's the No Shutdown Act. Senator Langford, Senator Hessen have that have that bill. It's it's good legislation. I like what Senator Langford said about it. He said, look, this is like if you don't get your work done in school, you stay after class and get it done. That bill says if we get to the end of the fiscal year, we haven't done the appropriations bills. The government stays funded, but we stay here round the clock until we do our job. That would take this whole shutdown politics, shutdown scenario, shutdown stuff off the table. You do that and then you focus on the legislation. And if, frankly, if we need some kind of continuing resolution or some stopgap measure, I think it should go all the way into next year. I told my colleagues this because it, the way the debt ceiling deal was done, if you do a spending bill into the next year, there's an automatic cut that kicks in. And that's an incentive for us to get our work done and focus on the policies we want on the 12 right. appropriation bills. Right. That's the strategy, the, in my mind, the only strategy that makes sense. And that, that funding bill that goes into next year, everyone's voted for that. The Senate, two thirds of the Senate voted for that, two thirds of the House voted for that. Joe Biden signed it. So that's something everyone supported. If we do that and have that 1% cut hanging over everyone's head, I think that's the incentive to get the, get our work done, get our job done, and let the system work the right. way it's supposed to. Just a quick follow-up. I can't believe you would accept the job without that one-vote margin to vacate. It's, it's suicidal. I mean, he had 210 votes supporting him, and now he's out of a job. It's, it's impossible to keep 218 people happy all the time. It is what it is, but I think, again, we have to, as a conference, as Republicans, figure that out. If I'm speaker, I'm not going to go to the Democrats and make the change because they're going to they're going to want some kind of they're going to want some kind of other agreement on some other things. Right. I think you have to work that out with your party. Uh, as I've said a couple of times, I think I can make that happen uh, if, our, if that's where our conference well, wants to you go. You have some people like Congressman Jimenez who's saying unless there is some sort of a reform on motion to vocate, he's not supporting anyone. But I did want to ask you about President Trump, because uh, he did say he's open to being speaker. He technically could be speaker. Um, I guess. I mean, you were reading this morning an article that says. Yeah, there, you guys have a rule that if somebody's facing felony uh, indictments, indictments uh, where they could go away for more than two years, they can't do that. And of course, he's got all sorts of legal peril. You would have to change the rule. Have- and uh, that's interesting. Um, so just to quickly, uh, um, it, it continues. Here we go. It's, it's suicidal. I mean, he had 210 votes supporting him. And now he's out of a job. It's it's impossible to keep 218 people happy all the time. It is what it is. But I think, again, we have to, as a conference, as Republicans, figure that out. 
if I'm speaker, I'm not going to go to the Democrats and make the change because they're going to they're going to want some kind of they're going to want some kind of other agreement on some other things. Right. I think you have to work that out with your party. Uh, as I've said a couple times, I think I can make that happen uh, if, our, if that's where our conference wants well, to go. You have some people like Congressman Jimenez who's saying unless there is some sort of a reform on motion to vocate, he's not supporting anyone. But I did want to ask you about President Trump because uh, he did say he's open to being speaker. He technically could be speaker. Um, I guess. I mean, you were reading this morning an article that says. Yeah, there, you guys have a rule that if somebody's facing felony uh, indictments, indictments uh, where they could go away for more than two years, they can't do that. And of course, he's got all sorts of legal peril. You would have to change the rule. You'd have to change the rule. And he posted a picture. Of, it was Donald Trump with a gavel. This, this is what he said yesterday. Uh, Brian was watching and he said it was funny because because the reporters are asking him questions about what's happening in the courtroom. And then as he's walking away, someone asks him a question about, would you want to be speaker? And he turns around and he answers the question. I think we have the soundbite. Uh, a lot of people have been calling me about speaker. All I can say is we'll do whatever is best for the country and for the Republican Party. Would you take a job? A lot of people have asked me about it. I'm focused, you know, we're leading. I don't know you, I'm sure you don't read too much. My focus is on being president, but if they need help with this process, I would do yeah. it. And then we'll show you the picture that he posted with the gavel. What's yeah. your what's your reaction? I think President Trump wants to be president of the United States. That's what I want. I think he's the best best president we've had, certainly in my lifetime did more what he said he would do than any president I can remember. I want him to be president of the United States. I think that's what he wants to do. Um, and I think that's I think that's what's going to happen because the country is so fed up with the policies of Joe Biden. I think President Trump is going to be our nominee. He's winning by, I don't know, 40, 50 points. And I think he's going to be our next president. He's beaten Joe Biden. And, and I think even an ABC poll like a week ago by 10, 11 points. So uh, the country knows his policies worked. I think he wants to be president. I want him to be president. Uh, you, you also know that the White House and the DNC tweeting out all sorts of stuff about the chaos on the Republican side. The Democrats, and you know this, the Democrats would love it if somebody introduced into nomination Donald Trump, because Donald Trump could probably get every single Democrat to vote for him to continue the chaos. And he'd only need five or six Republicans next Next thing you know, he's got the hammer. They would be on record for voting for Donald Trump, the they, Democrats. And they would love it because the chaos would continue, they say. Yeah, we, we, need to, we need to come together as a conference, as I said, because right now the country, the crime problem, we did a field hearing. So that's uh, pretty much uh, what they said. Jim Jordan uh, talking about his speakership and Donald J. Trump. Uh, pretty interesting stuff, Shady. Yeah, pretty interesting. I have a couple of things that I want to add to uh, to that little clip there, but uh, we'll catch it up with you after the break. Yeah, I mean, it's already an hour, Shady. Another hour, 373 hours that we've talked on the interwebs, and nobody can use our voices against us. I love it, Shady awesome? Groove. And it's great. It is great, right? We love you guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. We're on X, guys. Go over to in the Matrix with 3X's.com. Shady Groove with 3O's. Stay Shady, tuned take it away. For our number two of the Matrix Groove Show live on Red State Talk Radio. Coming right up after these words in the Matrix with 3X's.com. Can you hear me running?
The Brighteon store understands the importance of getting all the nutrients you need to support the healthy functions of your body. Our nutrient-dense superfoods and supplements can help nourish your body and promote your optimal health and well-being. 100% customer satisfaction guarantee on all purchases. You deserve the best. BrighteonStore.com support this amazing platform and amazing patriots for humanity. Use promo code MGSHOW at checkout for additional savings. Wow, it's so soft and smooth. It's cool to the touch. How did you do that? Well, we took my pillow's patented fill and combined it with this new technology that we didn't have back then when I invented my pillow to bring you the best pillow in history, my pillow 2.0. Because of all of you, my pillow 2.0 has been a huge success. And now we're bringing you our best-selling go anywhere my pillows with the same temperature regulating technology. Made with my patented adjustable fill and brand new cooling fabric, they're truly the next generation of my pillow. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to save over 60% on our MyPillow 2.0 four pack special. You'll get two MyPillows and two Go Anywhere MyPillows, regular $259.92, now only $99.98. King size, just $10 more. This is a limited time offer, so please order now. Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability. They all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver. Kirk Elliott, double PhD, has been protecting individual Americans' assets for more than two decades. Hi, I'm Kirk Elliott. There's no such thing as a bad investment. There's only bad timing for investments. And now is the time to own gold and silver. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, a 401k, and of course, outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets. Please call 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900 for gold, silver, and undeniable economic protection against out-of-control government. Support the guys and mention MG's show when you call. Over the last 20 years, with all your support, we've been able to not only launch the original MyPillow, but also the MyPillow mattress topper, Giza Dream bed sheets, My Slippers, and the MyPillow bath towels. But there's so much more. In fact, we have over 200 products, and I'm so confident that you'll love each and every one of them that when you go to MyPillow.com now, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20 just for checking out the website. No purchase necessary. Get everything from my pillow blankets, sleepwear, kitchen towels, mattresses, duvets, pet beds, body pillows, comforters, couch pillows, bathrobes, and so much more. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. And remember, just for checking out mypillow.com, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20. No purchase necessary. This is a limited time promotion, so go to mypillow.com now. Shady Groove for channels like In The Matrix and Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability. They all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver. Kirk Elliott, double PhD, has been protecting individual Americans' assets for more than two decades. 
Hi, I'm Kirk Elliott. There is no such thing as a bad investment. There is only bad timing for investments. And now is the time to own gold and silver. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, a 401k, and of course outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets. Please call 720-605-3900, 720-605-3900 for gold, silver, and undeniable economic protection against out-of-control government. Support the guys and mention MG's show when you call. Welcome back. Hour number two, The Matrix Groove Show on Red State Talk Radio.com. Just say, hey, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Go to InTheMatrix3x.com. We can hear you. 2024 is the final battle. Okay, but what after Trump? If they can get Trump, it means they can get you. They can get me. They can get all of us. Uh, he is standing in the way, and, and that can sound like a campaign slogan, but it's very true. Now we're approaching the most important battle of our lives. Now, for the very first time in American history, a sitting president, DOJ, has indicted his top political rival ahead of a presidential campaign. When they indicted me for nothing, I said, now the gloves are off. Now we have to say it like it is Oh, Lord, I'll be waiting. 
us and not continuing to do this to us. We have to turn the tables on them, give them a dose of their own medicine, and then we can even the playing field, and then we can discuss unity. Yeah. Text Trump to 88022 and donate today. DonaldJTrump.com. I love that song. Shady Groove, welcome back. Oh, my goodness. I know that you are all out there doing the air drums. I can just see it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. Uh, so, you know, we got a lot to consider, guys. And, you know, there's uh, some other things happening uh, in our country as well. It looks like the FBI, Shady Groove, uh, is, uh, you know, monitoring all you guys, if you will. Uh, and, uh, you know, maybe they're doing knocking talks. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. What do you think of that, Shady Groove? The FBI. Well, I think that we've uh, given them a nice, hefty $11.5 billion budget for them to do that with. So I imagine that you're exactly right. That's what they're going to be doing is they're going to be harassing the 75 million people that we know supported Donald Trump and they have effectively attempted uh, a start or initiated an attempt to silence the base for MAGA. That's what the case is all about. That's a little bit of what this house speakership thing is about. And that's exactly what the, uh, the establishment is trying to tell us. Yeah. And you know, again, I understand everybody's thoughts and feelings about the speakership and all that, but there are some skeletons in people's closets that people haven't, un, you know, looked into Unpacked. yet. Unpacked. <laughs> you know, I, I put a, a, an article in here that there could be more to the reason why Matt Gates wanted to get McCarthy out. We don't know. Uh, but let's go to the FBI, Shady Group. We're talking about the FBI uh, turning on Trump supporters. Trump supporters are targeted by the FBI. Uh, and, you know, if I'm guilty for voting for a man that I, you know, trust and, and, and uh, I can never believe that I'd be putting this much trust in a man, a politician, Shady Group, per se, in our country, and I, for our country. I, well, I think that the, uh, the, the key word there is politician. Uh, effectively, I don't really see Donald Trump as a politician, even though that he's been the president of the United States. You know, whenever I Whenever my mind thinks of a politician, I think of something completely different. I think of somebody that's willing to go up there and lie, cheat, and steal for anything that benefits them, which is what a politician is, in my opinion. And Donald Trump has not done that. Uh, Donald Trump is the only person ever to become president and leave the presidency less wealthy and better looking than he was when he started. Yep. Uh, and uh, Mikey says, your show today with Rumble freezes static. It's horrible. I don't know what's going on with Rumble. Uh for whatever reason, we can't fix it on our end. I don't know what it is. It must be rumbled. They must not like us. But let's look at Trump supporters targeted by FBI. FBI is targeting Trump voters ahead of the election. The FBI secretly put Trump supporters in a category of extremists that it's going to be tracking ahead of 2024. And classified data obtained by Newsweek shows that Trump supporters are the main target of FBI anti-government investigations investigations that doubled from 2020 to 2021. FBI assessments on Americans also doubled. And an FBI assessment is about as close to spying on citizens as you can really get without saying it. So why are we using counterterrorism techniques that were developed to fight al-Qaeda on us? A senior intel official told Newsweek, we've crossed the Rubicon. Biden's made it clear MAGA Republicans are an existential threat to the country. He's campaigned on it. 
And the FBI now releases a report that says claims of voter fraud, conspiracies about COVID-19 will spark domestic terrorism. Now, who do you think they're talking about? But the FBI says, we don't play politics. Sure. We'll have more on that tomorrow. We don't play politics. We don't call you guys poison. I mean, my God, Shady Groove, these people are calling you poison, Shady. Well, I mean, and also, you know, you talk about the targeting from the FBI. We also have to realize that the targeting is coming from the administration. The administration drafted the memo that they sent out to the DOJ that the DOJ then utilized and weaponized to say that the uh, the people that were going to the school board meetings were somehow a threat to civil society. The people that are standing outside and who are praying outside of abortion clinics are somehow a threat to civil society. Like instead of going after the people that are literally stabbing people to death in the streets as a threat to civil society, they're coming after the, the, some of the most polite people on the planet, some of the most well-armed polite people on the planet. Yep. And uh, listen to what Six Ways to Sunday says, Shady. What happened yesterday is a failure entirely of the House Republicans' own doing. A disaster years in the making to the great detriment of Congress and to the detriment of the American people. Speakers Boehner, Ryan, and now McCarthy have all learned the same hard lesson. You cannot allow the hard right to run the House or to run the country, or you'll get chased out by that very same hard MAGA right. MAGA extremism is a poison that the House GOP has refused to confront for years. And until the mainstream House Republicans deal with this issue, the chaos will continue. So let me say this to the next Speaker of the House, whomever that may be. Think carefully about what happened to your predecessors before trying to coddle the hard right. Each of your predecessors got burnt each time. I urge the next Speaker not to make the same mistake not just for their own future, but for the countries. Look at that. Take, the, take that in, what he's saying right there. He, he, he's telling you the hard right is what is a threat, when in all reality, it was the Democrats that removed the speaker. Look at that. That is, mm -hmm. <laughs> optically, that is absolutely, and put yourself in a position on the left listening to Mr. Schumer or Chuck Schumer or Penguin or whatever we want to call him. Burns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Burns. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so we, we got to understand that, that, you know, you are cheering on something. This is a really tough one, guys. It really is. <clears throat> well, uh, if I can go back just for a second. There were only eight Republicans that voted, Shady. The rest were all what? Democrats. So if you're for um, this, does that make you look like a what? <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. Kind of. Go ahead. No, I'm, not, it's no, crazy. I'm with you. And, but but the, thing that kinda, yeah. the, the thing that kind of struck me was with Jim Jordan there, as we were listening to him talk, I, I, I implore you if, if you kind of uh, maybe you go back and, and, and look at it a little more closely. But um, one of the things that, uh, he, that you could see is you could see a level of fear in the man's eyes, it, it, pay attention to what he's saying there. Whenever he's talking, you can see in his eyes that he doesn't think that they're going to be able to elect a speaker. That's what he's saying to you 
kind of outside of the words that he used. And uh, uh, the one uh, lady made the comment, um, now people are supporting no one for speaker. So now we have a number of congressmen who have come out and said, I'm not going to support anybody. And like I said, you only got five. You're not going to get the Democrats to vote for anybody on the Republican side. So you've got like 218 five-person, 213 to 218 five-person majority. I, <clears throat> Jim Jordan did not seem very confident in himself or Steve Scalise there. And and uh, that's a little bit of the sentiment that I'm imploring to you to, to take a, a, a moment of reservation to understand that you know, we could literally be sitting here looking at a House of Representatives without a speaker for a long time. And, you know, what deals will this new speaker make with the Democrats in order to become speaker? I mean, now we have a whole new everything. Now, again, I'm not saying that I like Kevin McCarthy in any means. I'm just talking about the function of, you know, and, you know, uh, it doesn't seem like there's a plan. Well, we now, Jeff, there, that, that's my issue with it right there. You just hit in, in, into the specific thing that is my issue. And I mentioned this yesterday, a coalition. Matt Gates could have went to the eight people, seven people, and got those seven people to get a couple of the people. They could have had a 20-person coalition that came in and said, we wanted to remove the speaker. And this is why. And this is very specifically why. And then they do it. And then they can all get along going forward because they had a coalition. They didn't do that, Matt. It, it's it's kind of irresponsible of Matt Gates to not do that. It really is. I mean, I it, that's why I made the comment that it looks like a political trick because it doesn't make any sense to me. Why not have a coalition of members of Congress? There's plenty of people, plenty of members who voted for Kevin McCarthy that probably would not have had they been properly approached by other members who were concerned about him being the speaker and concerned about these backroom deals again that we don't know that happened. Joe Biden mumbled something about the idea that there was this backroom deal with Ukraine, but his administration and Kevin McCarthy both denied it, but the media ran with it on both sides of the aisle, the Republicans and the Democrat media, the left and the right media, both ran with that full bore. You know, and I like what Apeface just said here. I don't really have a comment about the removal of Kevin, but I'll be watching what's next. That's a great, that's how we're approaching it as well. You know, um, we, we can say that, yes, you know, he didn't uh, make good on the January 6th tapes. Uh, he didn't make good on, you know, the monies uh, to Ukraine. Uh, he didn't make good on border wall. He didn't do the, what I think he needed to be needed to be done either. I get it. But what's next? That's what we'll be watching for. Yeah, that and, and that's what we're here. And, and that's what we're supposed to do. You know, what has happened has happened. And and also. I'd like to, you know, use this moment to the idea that we're having a bit of a back and forth here, a little bit of a disagreement or a discussion or a dialogue. It is a great thing. It it stimulates thought. It stimulates a uh, 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 reconsideration. And it's and and at no point am I or Jeff either one trying to change your opinion. We're just literally trying to share the way that we kind of see it. Yeah, and just reporting on it. You know, I mean, you know, right. we're just this is news. This is what we do. This is what we do. Uh, meanwhile, the Trump campaign raised over $45.5 million in quarter three, more than $37.5 million cash on hand. Bada bing, bada boom, only getting stronger. Oh. In the poll, getting stronger. Uh, that's what's happening over there with Donald J. Trump. Now, I want to uh, bring something up because we've reported on this as well. Uh, 
uh, actually, let's let's stay with um, Trump and his legal issues. Uh, looks like they're going to do. Uh, there's breaking news that looks like they might appeal, um, and I'll get to that in a second. But remember, Trump got in trouble uh, by the judge for posting Allison Greenfield, uh, you know Schumer's buddy. Uh, so let's right. dig in a little deeper with this. Check this out, Shady Grove. This is Justice Arthur Engeron's principal law clerk, Allison Greenfield. Justice Engeron is the New York judge who ordered the dissolution of Trump's companies without a trial. It was Allison Greenfield who wrote that decision, valuing Mar-a-Lago at $18 million. And we're talking, payment was made in December. Hold on, hold on. Allison. I think you're correct in theory, Judge, but I think what Counselor is trying to say is that plaintiff had an obligation to alert the court that they received that money before they obtained the judgment. I, that's how I... Yeah. Okay, we'll see you then. Thank you, everyone. Okay. Make sure you tell your clients right now, because I'm not going to entertain, oh, my client isn't available the night before. Allison Greenfield is crying Chuck Schumer's best friend and pals around with Democrats like Representative Carolyn Maloney. In 2021, Allison Greenfield was endorsed by the Village Independent Democrats the Grand Street Democrats, and a Democrat judicial screening panel. Allison Greenfield loves to hashtag Democrat in her Instagram posts. And Allison Greenfield loves to spout Democrat talking points like abortion is healthcare. In other words, Allison Greenfield is a partisan Democrat operative and hack. How can Trump get a fair trial when she's sitting within hand job distance of Justice Engeron during <laughs> Trump's trial? It's a great question. Sweet Democrat talking points and anti-Trump messages in Justice Engeron's ear. Allison Greenfield should be disbarred for her partisan behavior that's denied President Trump a fair hearing. Disbar Allison Greenfield. Hashtag disbar Allison Greenfield. Hashtag justice for Trump. Hashtag MAGA. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. With a hand job distance. <laughs> uh, it's still early spirit, on the West Coast. It's only 1020 here. Spirit, spirit 554 says Night Court was more realistic. <laughs> Night Court so was way better. Oh, my God. Uh, we'll be right back after uh, this uh, commercial break, guys. Hang on one second. Nothing gets to you. Staying fresh, staying cool. With Mentos fresh and full of life. Fresh goes better. Mentos fresh. Fresh goes better with Mentos fresh and full of life. Mentos. Use code MGSHOW. <laughs> That, that's not going to get old. I mean, yeah. it couldn't be more perfect. There was also one somebody did with like a threes company intro, you know, where it's da na 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 na. The guys, are <laughs> yeah. So and uh, Letitia James, James lies, Shady. I mean, it's it's listen to Letitia right out of her lying mouth. Here we go. The president of the United States has complained that I'm engaging in some sort of political witch hunt, that I've got some personal vendetta against him, that I campaigned against him. That is not true. We are angrier and more deeply divided than we've ever been at any point in our history since the Civil War. And at the eye of the storm is Donald Trump, ripping families apart, threatening women's most basic rights, 
and running for attorney general because I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president. The president of. She can't say that. She honestly cannot come out and, and, and straight faced say that there, there she wouldn't have been elected had she not said that she was going to do what she is currently doing against Donald Trump because they needed somebody in that seat. They needed somebody in that AG seat that was going to do this in SDNY because SDNY is kind of the hub of where this corruption sort of emanates from in the judiciary. Meanwhile, at the Vatican. Is that a uh, advertisement for the Vatican commercial? <laughs> a culture celebration. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. I don't know what it is, Shady Grove, but uh, you know, it was, yeah, they are happy. <laughs> scary. It is scary. This is where it's happening, Shady. It looks like a snake with fangs. He's in front of this, uh, this, this, this unholy sea, Shady Grove. Not a joke. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, so there's more to the Tim Ballard story, Shady. I don't know if you've heard of uh, the Glenn Beck inter uh, statement that he made on Tim Ballard. Um, it's quite, uh, quite interesting, Shady Groove. Glenn Beck asked Tim Ballard to change his ways, Shady. Wow. Yeah, I, I kind of uh, I think I, I saw that post earlier but i didn't actually watch the clip um pretty interesting that uh, <laughs> uh i'll leave it there yeah it's good <laughs> how is yours my life is great oh, too. that's good to hear. yeah good to hear so um well let me start this the way i was going to start it after hours of show prep uh there is a story out about Tim Ballard and Operation OUR. And I am not going to comment on rumors. And I didn't know how to address this. There were stories that were going around that there were these women that uh tim i i, I would what would you say because there's nothing illegal charged in this i guess was just you know on missions with and uh 
and you know uh, broke his his marriage covenant with his wife and he has been all over uh saying that he doesn't really know what the charges are uh he doesn't know who his accusers are uh and uh and none of the things that they say is true and for several days when it first broke i and some others uh were on the phone with with tim all the time all the time uh, at three o'clock in the morning on sunday morning just a couple of weeks ago i'm on the phone trying to talk him down if this is true then you have something to worry about but you say this isn't true so trust in god And uh, his story started to fall apart by Sunday. And I came in on Monday, and I don't even know if I said this on the air. I doubt I did. But uh, I was so close to ending the show about 20 minutes in. I looked at Stu in the first commercial break, and I said, I can't, I can't do this because I don't know what's true anymore. Because I had been friends with Tim Ballard for so long, and I had felt completely duped. And, I, and, and if I thought, if I don't know that about somebody who I'm close to, how can I possibly come on the air and tell people what is true? I have no idea, obviously. But I didn't want to say anything until we had facts. And quite honestly, I don't trust anybody with facts. I don't even trust me. I, I didn't want to do the investigation on my own. I, I'm not an investigative reporter. And I wanted something I wanted something that you could read and come to the end and go, okay. So hundreds of man hours in an investigative story. Hundreds of man hours it has consumed much of the work at blaze media for the last two weeks uh and it has consumed me waiting 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 last night i got the story and it was supposed to be published and i got it last night because i was going to share it with you uh, and then we got a call from attorneys. <laughs> now, this story, we checked with Tim Ballard. We talked to, I believe, five different women that are making these charges. And OUR. And the charges are pretty ugly. And we were hoping to publish on Monday, but we still couldn't get Tim to go on record. And so we didn't feel it was right to just have charges and not answers for that. So we talked to everyone, and our goal was to be fair and honest. And I think this is one of the fairest articles I've read in maybe 20. It's because it's journalism. That's what it is. It's journalism. 
It's not gotcha. It's nothing. It's journalism. And it's simply looking for the truth. You're saying we and our a lot. Did you have anything to do with the no. actual journalism in the story? I mean, we because of Blaze Media. Okay. Okay. You well, weren't. You I, didn't I, do I'm the investigation. Not, no. No. And I didn't want anything to do with the investigation. In fact, I, I, when the story was handed, somebody reached out to me and said, the women want to tell their story. They want to tell it to you. And I'm like, mm -mm. I'm too close to it. I don't want, I, uh-uh. Because yeah, Tim's a friend. Yeah. And he's been and, a friend for a long time. And I was beginning to feel betrayed. And I also, so I was torn. I could either, my friendship could cloud it or the fact that I was starting to feel if I started to believe them, maybe I would go too far right. and, you know, slaughter. And I didn't want to do either of those things. Okay. I just want to know the truth. That's all I want. And so when they called, I called, it was passed on to uh, Leon Wolf, our news director. And I said to him and the, the journalists beforehand, I have nothing to do with this. I just want you to know we're co-workers, <laughs> but don't think that you don't ever think, well, this is going to bother Glenn or this is going to nothing. Pursue the truth. I don't care how it ends, where it ends. I just want to know the truth. So they did. And my gosh, we bent over backwards to make sure we checked and double checked and did all of the investigative stuff that we're supposed to do. And I have opinions now because I've read the story. But uh, I can't read the story to you now. And I'll tell you why I think this happened. Last night, late last night, Apparently, the attorneys for the women called and said, you can't publish this. We didn't give permission. And we're like, yes, you did. And it's all on tape. Um, and they said, well, we haven't, you know, we're their attorneys. We haven't given permission. We're like, well, sorry. Um, however, we said we wouldn't run it because we're not going to re-victimize people. If, if their story is true, then I'm not going to be a part, and the Blaze Media is not going to be a part of re-victimizing people. Here's what I think happened, and I'll give you two scenarios, but what I think happened all through this story, these women were terrified. Terrified. I know I talked to um, a guy who was a inside source, um, and he said he is so worried he's moving his family away when this story breaks. That's how terrified he is. These women are not only terrified because, quite honestly, Tim Ballard is a is known as a good guy. He is liked by a lot of people. He was a friend of mine. I still consider him a friend, but a friend, I think, who is gravely misguided and needs 
to change his ways. That being said, I still could be wrong. I wasn't there, but I have seen the text messages. I have, I have read the quotes and listened to the tape of the interviews. And I will tell you, I believe one side. But I could be wrong. And it brings me no joy to say this. I found out about this with the attorneys <laughs> after doing all of the show prep on it and everything else. Uh, I found out about this, mm, what, 35 minutes ago? That I couldn't share the actual story with you. Um, but I will tell, I will tell you that it is disturbing and I would urge the women who are involved to call their attorney and give permission. I know you're afraid, but the truth sets you free. Let the chips fall where they may. This is an important thing. People are so wary of anybody and anything anymore because you wait and write a book. You know, the world's on fire. And I knew about it two and a half years ago, but I wrote a book to tell you about it. They're so freaked out, and this is one of the things the women are freaked out about as well, is Kavanaugh. There are all kinds of people that make charges, and they don't turn out to be true. And all of these women didn't plan on telling their story. It's that the story got out because there's a lot of people involved. And the story got out, and then they felt like, oh, we can't be framed as liars. I mean, it, it's been an agonizing and very long two weeks for Blaze Media. I urge them to call their attorney. Today is the only day I will have time until next week to comment on it or to share the story. I urge them to call the, their attorney and then Blaze Media and release the story. If you choose not to, that's fine. We don't have to, but we will abide by your decision. But it's not good, gang. And the reason I feel passionately about this, to find the truth and tell you, is because this one affects me deeply. And there is no way I can be on the air and... Point a finger and say, justice, where is justice? Where are the people in their own party? Where are the people in, you know, the, their, uh, in the news media? You know why they don't report that? Because they're all involved or they're all friends with each other and they won't stab each other in the back. Truth is truth. And if it means I have to say things I don't want to, about somebody I consider a friend, 
so be it. Truth is all we have. As a recovering alcoholic who violated the trust of everyone who I was close to, in the end, when I was left with nothing, and I was literally down on my knees at my lowest point, I realized the only thing I wanted back was not my money, was not my fame, was, was second to my family, quite honestly, because I knew I couldn't get my family back if I didn't have this. And what that was, was integrity. And I vowed, I will do what you want me to do. I just want my integrity back. I cannot tell others to do what they should do without doing it myself. Please tell the truth. American Financing is our sponsor. Pretty interesting. Um, do we have sound over there, guys? Can you guys hear us? There's no sound. On the uh, stream? There's no sound on the stream right here. I have the volume up. There's nothing. So Yeti's going to work on that. What's up? Five, five. Huh? It's 5-5 five, okay. because five, there's no sound on mine. Isn't that interesting? See? Here, I'll show you. This is mine right here. No sound. There's there's mute. There's and we're still on Glenn Beck. Interesting. Maybe I have to re reboot. Maybe I have to yeah, reboot, guys. There we go. <laughs> Let me just hear us. Interesting. Maybe I have to All right, yep. there we are. We are okay. <laughs> thank you, Yeti. Maybe it was just <laughs> on my end. Um, thank you guys very much. I you know, I felt it was important to play that. And everybody's trying to, you know, go to bat and just ultimately just saying that these are conspiracy theories against Tim Ballard. You know, we have to look at the facts. What Glenn Beck is saying is that his media team uncovered facts and he's disappointed, folks. You know, uh, who's the other guy? Uh, who's the other guy that donated a lot to uh, OUR? Uh, Little, I think. Tom Little or, or Tommy Little or whatever his name is. I can't remember his name. But, you know, people are are backing away from Tim Ballard and people in our community are lifting him up as a hero still before we even know the facts. Um, you know, I, I I looked at Carlos Slim, the Clintons. I looked at the 1-800 number that he uses that the Clintons have hijacked and, and used for child trafficking. You know, I have questions and I am not going to blindly trust somebody that, I don't know, Shady. And and I'm also not I'm also not going to uh call the 1-800 number that Hillary Clinton Foundation called, you know, set up for tra child trafficking or the DHS number which is the same. They just changed the number. It's the same number. And you know, guys, I I, I just there's there's too much to consider right now. And 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 I th I think Song Babe said it the best. I don't put anybody up on a pedestal. I mean, we shouldn't. I mean, we should, you know, trust but verify. And if you verify something that's not trustworthy, why stick up for him? Shady Groove. 
Yeah, um, I had not heard uh, Mr. Beck talking about that. I um, and uh, listening to it was very interesting to kind of hear in his voice the uh, the disassociation that he's making with someone he is uh, thought to be a friend. Uh, I have read through an, a, a bit of the testimony from the uh, ladies who are uh, accusing Tim Ballard. Uh, th- this this attorney uh, request for him to not talk about the story doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I'm I'm not really liking that. I'm not sure if this is at the behest of the clients or if the attorneys are running something here or if they're waiting, trying to get something out before that they before they push forward. So that doesn't make a lot of sense. I think you were mentioning. I think you meant Tony Robbins, Jeff. Is that what you meant a second ago? Tony, Tony Robbins. Robbins. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so, yeah. And, and so the wrapped up with all of that, you know, the, 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 um, the whole, the whole hive, you know, I mean, if you don't know where the hive is, the hive is in Utah. And if you don't know what is at the center of the hive in Utah, then I recommend you go look a little bit deeper into, uh, the Mormon church there and what's really going on. And, uh, all of these players, including Glenn Beck associated with that. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, re- I'm reserving a little bit of a commentary on this because I have read the uh the claims by the people that are bringing the case against Tim Ballard and it is not good i mean i'm saying like not good not good i mean i understand you got to go into a hell hole and you're rescuing children and all these different things that you're claiming but whenever it comes down to time to produce evidence about any of these investigations or uh operations that you've done there are crickets. The only thing there is, is looks to me like is a funnel for people to throw money into, which is uh, about a uh, par for the course on a number of these different things that we are seeing. So um, uh, to some degree, I am going to be, uh, like I said, holding reservation, but uh, very sympathetic with the testimony from the uh, the ladies who are, who are bringing this case against Tim Ballard. Yeah, and we have to do that. Uh, we have to look at things from both sides, guys. Uh, you know, the the one feedback I had from the movie Sound of Freedom is that it looked like it was happening in a third world country and not here. It it, it was too far from home, if you ask me. Um, it was a good movie, you know. Um, don't call that trafficking number. Call your local sheriff. Call your local police. Um, but wow, guys, I just tell you, um, there's just too much uh, leaning the wrong way. I'm sorry. Yeah, way, way, way too much leaning the wrong way. And unfortunately, uh, we kind of got a, 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 a <clears throat> corner of a page on this very early on whenever they we saw that they were promoting this trafficking number that Q uh, specifically pointed to. I mean, we dug on this stuff like three years ago, guys. Like, we understand the Polaris. We understand the network. We understand what is actually happening. And these people are going out there with a straight face, throwing that number up at you. And then uh, whenever something's said about it, then they're changing the number on their website to be a DHS number that redirects to the exact same number that you pointed to. We can't, that, yeah. that's a speed bump that, you, that, that that's, that's an immovable object. That's something you cannot get around. That is a fact is a fact, whether we like it or not. That is where the trafficking number goes. It's still going to the same place that Q was talking about. The Clinton foundation controls it. And that's a, there's, there's no ambiguity in that. That's a fact. Yeah. LNC says, we hate being duped. I do too. I hate being duped. Um, you know, and, and again, we are going to follow all stories. Uh, Trump speaker, there's breaking news out of Politico. Okay. Politico is saying Trump is considering a trip to Congress before speakership election. The former president is open to pitching himself as speaker candidate, according to a Republican familiar with internal discussions. Former Re- president Donald Trump is considering a visit. Get your popcorn out, guys. 
uh, to the Capitol next week where he's open to pitching himself as a speaker candidate, according to a Republican familiar with internal dis- 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 I mean, a source says. They can't even name the source, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. If it happens, Trump would co- uh, come to the House GOP sometime before lawmakers' internal speaker election, which is set to happen on Wednesday. That person said, a final decision hasn't been made. The full GOP will meet Tuesday for an internal candidate forum. It is not clear if Trump, the frontrunner of the 2024 presidential primary, would actually run for speaker. Winning would require near uh, unanimous, it's got to be unanimous from the House GOP, a difficult hurdle for the controversial former president. One of his closest Hill allies, House Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan, is already in the race. Jordan told NBC that he discussed his speakership bid with Trump this week. It remains a long shot idea. The House has never elected a speaker who wasn't a member of Congress, though it is not technically a constitutional requirement. Trump could also run into problems with the GOP's own conference rules, which state a member of GOP leadership is required to step aside if indicted for a felony or which a sentence of two or more years imprisonment may be imposed. Now, that is not a constitutional thing. That must be a conference rule that they have. I haven't confirmed that. Still, it's an- the former president has openly flirted with the idea of becoming a GOP speaker in the days since Kevin McCarthy's fall, as several members, including Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, have backed that idea. A lot of people have been calling me about speaker. All I can say is we'll do whatever is best for the country and the Republican Party, Trump told reporters on Wednesday. Shady. Um, yeah, I actually was getting ready to jump in there and say something and not spaced what I was going to say there. About the rule, Shady, Oops. about the rule. The GOP's oh, oh, conference. Thank you. Yes, it is with it's within the Republican rules. And actually, whenever you go read it, it kind of reads like if you're indicted after you're the speaker. So it's a little bit uh, when you, it's a little unclear whenever you read it. Well, I know, I know they said that on the Fox and Friends thing, but it looks to me to be read like you're no longer can be speaker if you are indicted with uh, whatever uh, felonies that come with more than two years of. Uh, jail time so i'm not yeah. exactly sure if this is relevant to him but either way um it's what they're throwing around out there uh tweeter trash says he's going to help to negotiate i would agree with that sentiment yep. um you know we've got a lot going on guys we've got trump trials you know bs trials it's a civil suit we've got you know uh leticia peekaboo lion james we got Oh my gosh, Biden is now a racist. Uh, Biden is building a wall now, guys. So apparently Biden is now officially coming out and telling you that he's a racist by building the wall. Shady. <laughs> yes, and maybe he will uh, soon just start uh, putting kids in cages again, you know, so that he could take credit for that too. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. So we got... <laughs> We got Joe Biden talking about it. Will, will they chant build the wall at Biden rallies? Let's see. Question on the border wall. The border wall, the money was appropriated for the border wall. I tried to get them to reappropriate, to redirect that money. They didn't. They wouldn't. And in the meantime, there's nothing under the law other than they have to use the money for what was appropriate. I can't stop that. Do you believe the border wall works? No. Okay. Thank you. All right. Did you catch that? So he didn't want the money to go to the wall. 
You guys, what a bamboozle today. He's not trying to help the situation. He's trying to, to say that he was forced into building any portion of the wall because he couldn't get the money reallocated. He doesn't care about what's happening down there. I'm glad he told us the truth. Yeah, he had to do it. Uh, but what we have here is that he had to waive 26 federal laws in order to do this and build the wall. And by the way, if you know the money was appropriated for this, you had to do it. Your hands were tied. Why day one did you say, I would never do this wall? Were you just uninformed? For the same reason he's doing this. He needs the votes. He needs He's got to get those numbers going up. Congresswoman Kat Kamek of Florida was on with me last hour, and she didn't, you said it so nicely, waived those, those two dozen rules. She said he's breaking federal law to get this done right now. Does that sound like he's got to spend the money on the wall, or does it sound like he's got to spend money on the wall now because his poll numbers are awful? It sounds... <laughs> And, and, and just to just to uh, make a little bit of commentary about this, I don't believe for one second that they are going to be constructing any new border wall. I don't buy it. This is all optics. This is all for the media. This is for the people in the districts in New York and, and uh, other parts of Chicago that are uh, being flooded with illegal immigrants right now. This is so that they can tell them, these people, that they're going to be doing something. But I saw someone in the chat made a comment that was very good because we know that they can't, they're not going to continue building the wall. They sold off all the materials that were laying there to build the wall with. So this is all, right. again, another runaround uh, MG show where narratives go to die. They're not going to be building any wall. Joe Biden is not going to put up any of it. If he does, I will be absolutely surprised considering <laughs> his current state. I mean, th there's no, there is literally not one mouthpiece in his administration that has supported even uh, a, a, a portion of the idea of a border wall. Like that nobody even comes close to supporting this in his administration, but now they're going to come out and tell you that they are uh, constructing 20 miles of wall. Yeah, not buying it. I want to be very clear. Our borders are not open. It, it would be wrong to think that the border is open. It is not open. And I just want to be very, very clear about that. Border is secure. There's no change in policy. The border remains closed. Let me be clear. Our border is not open and will not be open we have talked about the border wall here in in general as as a way uh, that uh, it's been used in, in a, to, to you know to to close the border and we feel that it is a policy that doesn't work and it's not just us uh, you know experts have said that uh, the border wall is not uh, is not an effective policy fight <laughs> there see what happens yeah uh, somebody <laughs> says Ben Burke. <laughs> Somebody said Ben Burkwam showed that there were actual materials there at the wall. Um, but, you know, we'll see. You know, we'll see, guys. Interesting. Maybe that was part of the deal to get rid of McCarthy. I mean, guys, there's a lot, a, a lot of moving parts in this, uh, in this day and age right now with our House of Representatives and our, you know, the, the corrupt Biden regime. Uh, you know, it's, well, uh, it's a very interesting time to be alive, Shady. Well, I mean, you know, we've, we've, we've actually gotten, the, the House has gotten a border security bill that has actually been wrapped up, voted on, and moved to the Senate, but not a single person in the Senate is going to move on it to actually complete the border wall or to utilize some of those materials that may still be laying there. But that bill is still sitting there. Nothing is being done, and Biden is instead of encouraging the Senate to get real immigration reform accomplished so that we can have a legislated law going forward. He doesn't really care about that. He's going to come out and get a media optic by telling you, oh, we're going to 
reallocate the money. Remember, guys, they've given like $150, $200 billion to Ukraine so far. They're asking for more now. Do you guys remember that Donald Trump asked for a simple $5 billion to do the, the, the Southern border? Well, he asked for $5 billion. They fought him like he was the devil incarnate to ask for that money. On both sides of the aisle, actually, they fought him on that way back there at the first of his administration. It wasn't just the Democrats. Red Castle, Green Castle, Shady Grove. Red Castle, Green hey. Castle. It was done by the Army Corps of Engineers. And this account right here in the Matrix is yep. the one that did that shit. Red Castle, Green Castle. I Get your you red perfectly from that. Didn't you? Get your Red Castle right here on uh, Rumble. Thank you very much to our Red Castles. It's another month. Thank you so much. This is Donald J. Trump talking about so interesting to watch crooked Joe Biden break every environmental law in the book to prove that I was right when I built 560 miles. They incorrectly stated 500, uh, 450 in the story of brand new beautiful border wall. As I have stated often, over thousands. of of years there are only two things that have cons consistently worked wheels and walls will joe biden apologize to me and america for taking so long to get moving and allowing our country to be flooded with 15 million illegal immigrants from places unknown i will await his apology and it's a uh, biden administration waves 26 federal laws to allow border wall construction in south texas shady group <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, like I, I'm never going to get tired of that. He, he can say that however many times he wants. Thousands of years, the main two things that have worked are walls and wheels. I mean, that is an absolutely epic statement. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Shady Groove. And that's another day, Shady Groove. What? We're done? That's, yeah, another. So now it's 374 hours of, in just 2023. <laughs> in just 2023. We're, we're, we're yeah. knocking on the door of 400. Wow, guys. Crazy. Uh, and thank you all for being with us uh, for the ride here. And we'll keep continuing to look at the news and try to figure it out, guys, because there's a lot going on, a lot of moving parts. Shady Groove. Dude, dudes with views reading the news. That's it. That's all we are, Shady Groove. And the truth See you tomorrow, guys. is bad enough. See you guys later. Happy Friday. And just like I've told you for many, many years, you don't have to lie about things. You don't have to sensationalize them. You don't have to make anything up. You don't have to invent figures. The truth is bad enough. The truth's bad enough. And if you tell the truth, you have credibility. And credibility means people will listen to you. Credibility means things will be tended to. When you lie and people find out that you're lying, and it's easy, it is so easy to discover. Then you have no credibility. You become a liar. You become somebody with no confidence factor. You become a rumor monger. You become a, wow, a minion of the old, who was it? Oh, who was it that was billed as the uh, great deceiver? Hmm, I wonder who that was. See, whenever you spread a rumor, whenever you tell a lie, whenever you stretch the truth or sensationalize something, and I don't care what the reason is that you do it, you become an ally of the great deceiver. <laughs> Somebody called him Heinrich Himmler. Somebody else called him Lucifer. Somebody else called him Satan. 
You can call him anybody you want. But listen to me very carefully. He's not anybody I want around me. His minions are not anybody that I want to know or be associated with or hear from. His minions and allies and supporters are not the people that I care about. You understand? You want to be on his side? Stay the hell away from me. Don't call me. Don't write me. Don't reference me. Don't email me. I don't want anything to do with you. If you're a spreader of rumors and lies and disinformation and sensationalization and all of this other bullshit. Do you hear me, sheeple? I don't know why it makes people so angry. You know, if you all get off your butts and do the same research that I do, you would know the same things that I know, and you shouldn't be angry or jealous or upset. What you should be is thankful for having forewarning so that you can act upon it. But do you ever act upon anything? Have you ever? Will you ever? That's the question. That is the hinge upon which the door to the future operates. You don't know that. You don't give a damn, probably. Because to oil the hinge and make the door work and make it all better, you've got to get up off your ass and do something. Oh, heaven forbid you have to do that. Oh, my goodness, you might even have to take some kind of personal risk. You might even get on somebody's list. Oh, people might even start to respect you because you cease to become worthless. www.mg.show. Oh, Boom. Who am I to dream like that? Ah, come on, Bill. I mean, you know, you're really getting away with yourself here, dreaming like that. Come on. Come on, Bill. Get real.